Hey, Survivor. Welcome to Episode 6 of the Vibrant Survivor Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about characteristics of narcissistic families. I can't wait to air out this topic with you. Let's dive in. Hey, Survivor. Welcome to the Vibrant Survivor Podcast. Do you want to leave a narcissistic or toxic situation and heal? Are you Googling how to identify a narcissist, narcissistic abuse, and boundaries? Are you feeling stressed and lonely while trying to avoid being sucked back in and lied to again? Hey, I'm Leslie. As a busy wife and mom, I fell for the lies and manipulations of narcissists. I wasted my time, talents, and money on users who kept moving the goalposts. I wanted real relationships and business opportunities and to enjoy life with my family. Instead, I struggled with anxiety, panic attacks, and insomnia, and I couldn't trust my body or anybody until I took a holistic approach to healing. In this podcast, you'll find tips for healthy living, trauma healing, and boundaries so that you'll have the freedom, confidence, and inner peace to respond, not react, after narcissistic abuse. Take a deep breath in, let it out slowly, and just relax. This time's for you. I want to talk to you about characteristics of narcissistic families. And narcissistic families are where you most likely were conditioned, programmed, taught, trained to tolerate toxic behavior and narcissistic abuse, whether it's in your family or as an adult later on in your relationships. So what are some of the characteristics of a narcissistic family? I thought of several, and maybe you can think of some more. First, within the narcissistic family unit, some people are promoted and others are devalued. And it just depends on who's who and who's heading up the family unit or the family at large. You'll have a scapegoat, you'll have a golden child, you'll have uh, different individuals that are put in this kind of toxic pecking order and possibly pit against each other, triangulated with each other, some very toxic, unhealthy dynamics as a result. Two, narcissistic families tend to deny or distort reality. No one wants to talk about the elephant in the room. And that can be very frustrating, especially if you are a truth teller or you see what's going on and see that things are off or dysfunctional or toxic and maybe even try to speak up about it. And that can be really frustrating because no one wants to talk about it or uh, everybody's dismissive or, or maybe actively denying it or just conveniently avoiding the conversation or the issue. Thirdly, appearance is everything in narcissistic families. You may have been asked even as a child or maybe even as a grown-up to stand up straight, look sharp, act right, keep quiet, and give the appearance of looking normal or looking like there's nothing wrong, everything's great, or to smile. Fourthly, there is unclear, unhealthy communication in narcissistic families. This could include hostile communication where people are very angry, or it could be uh, intimidating or bullying type communication, or dismissive communication, 
you know, maybe you tried to express your feelings and you were blown off or shut down or, or mocked. Number five, there's a code of silence. You may have been asked at some point to not put your family's business out in the street or to, you know, be quiet or to not mention certain things or talk about certain things to certain people. And it's all in an effort to downplay or hide what's really going on. Sixth, they're emotionally unstable and unhealthy. A lot of times if there's trauma or tragedy, things like that, conflict, a lot of those things are swept under the rug. They're not dealt with properly. And so there isn't that opportunity to really work through things and to deal with things, deal with reality. As a result, there may be a lot of just misplaced emotions, blow ups or outbursts, you know, whether it's of hysterics or anger or things like that. Not to mention that there may be manipulative type things that are, that are said or done within the narcissistic family or downplaying or dismissing your accomplishments or achievements or lashing out to make you feel bad so that they can feel better. Number seven, narcissistic families tend to cover up their dirt. There could be abuse going on in the family, whether it's substances or sexual abuse or physical abuse, verbal abuse, and they will cover it up. They will explain it away. They will look the other way. They will just not acknowledge the elephant in the room, just state the obvious and focus on something else. Number eight, narcissistic families tend to not get help and do the deep work that it takes to really process what's going on in the family, uh, emotionally, physically, and relationally. They don't get the help to deal and heal. And it's such a shame because it really keeps everyone in this cesspool of toxicity and you know where everybody's hurting and no one can help anybody and finally you may notice that individuals within the family or even extended family will self-destruct or implode or there may be pockets of the family that implode because as i mentioned before there's all of this toxicity and the dynamics and the communication and the relationships and the dynamics that have been established or perpetuated and no one's dealing with it, no one's talking about it, no one's getting help. And so it's allowed to continue. And finally, it just you'll just see members, different members of the family just falling apart, losing it, just giving in to whatever their whatever their their impulses are overdosing or getting killed or if they're involved in a lot of criminal activity or just you know getting depressed and withdrawn and sinking into that space where they just can't be reached and it's really unfortunate narcissistic families are very toxic and it can be 
challenging physically, emotionally, and mentally, and relationally growing up in that kind of an environment, especially if you're someone who is a truth teller or a realist, you see what's going on, you see the toxicity for what it is, and you've been silenced or you feel intimidated to speak up or say anything, and you want help or you want to be able to do better or want to see the family do better, but there's not that buy-in and so it never happens. And it really doesn't get better for you until maybe you move away or leave and maybe return or not, depending on the circumstances. It's so important while you're in the toxic narcissistic family to set your boundaries and especially when you when you see what's going on you know what you're dealing with but also in going forward that you get the help that you need to be able to heal and recover from growing up in a narcissistic family so that you can have healthy relationships as you go forward in life if this podcast has helped you understand who and what you're dealing with sharpen your discernment and move forward on your healing journey share it with another survivor help me help others by leaving a review for the show and let's connect on social Take a screenshot, share it in your IG stories, find and tag me at The Vibrant Survivor, and I'll share your post too. I look forward to connecting with you on IG and seeing you back here. You're not alone and you're not crazy. Know who you're dealing with, know who you are. Take care and I'll meet you back here next week. Bye-bye.